Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Akshay Krishnaya. Akshay Krishnaya is a millennial, immigrant, and Uber driver, 36,000 miles in the San Francisco Bay Area alone, turned Techstars fintech startup founder at Line Financial. Before he became the CEO, he worked as product leader at PayPal. Akshay is also a dad, husband, brother, and proud son who came from extreme poverty. He served as the Global Product Head Research Labs at PayPal for three years and Entrepreneur-in-Residence at Retail Labs at PayPal for two years. He was also with eBay before his time at PayPal. Well, good afternoon, Akshay. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. Of course. This is so fun. Get to sit down and talk to an amazing colleague like yourself. I love doing these podcasts as often as I can. I'd love to do this all day long, but obviously that doesn't work, right? There's other things we got to do in life. But thank you again for joining. And we're just going to jump right into the questions here. Akshay, talk to us about your career in product management, a serial entrepreneur. Now you're the founder and CEO of Line Financial. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. Thank you for that question. So I have three things that I think have led to my career growth. And uh, all of those three things stem from me growing growing up poor and being raised by parents who came from extreme poverty. And those three things are uh, foolishness, hunger, and intent. And uh, I'll, I'll unwrap that a little bit. So growing up poor, every decision was a financial decision. Every decision was a resource allocation decision. And so very few choices. And you had to really map your way around anything and everything you wanted to do, especially if you are an extrovert and if you're a very high energy, uh, highly active individual. Uh, So you can't do everything, even though you want to do everything. And so you have to be very intentful. But you also, because of who you are and where you come from, you want to take every opportunity, especially if it doesn't cost you anything uh, and you want to try it. And so doing everything with intent, being foolish enough to try many things uh, without uh, worrying about failing, well, because, uh, you know, hey, it's free. At least you're getting an opportunity. Many people don't even get it. And so you would you want to try it and that builds resilience, if you will. And then uh, never be satisfied, always uh, trying to get better because that's all you got. And then you don't have resources. All you got is uh, to think about how you can get better at everything that you do and find a silver lining in every cloud. And so I would say foolishness, hunger, and intent. And as far as inspiration, everyday folk, whether it's the person who's blowing leaves outside so that your uh, immediate surroundings are clean, taking in fumes and working in scorching sun while you sit in front of your Mac in air-conditioned rooms, to people like my dad who came from extreme poverty, who had to walk several miles every day in the sun just to uh, attend school and had to read under street lights because they, they, their houses did not have electricity. And despite growing and coming from that kind of a place, uh, even when they had very little, they would find the kindness and generosity to help others. For example, uh, you know, we ourselves struggled for money, but uh, I often found uh, my dad that he felt we had enough uh, that if somebody else came for help, even though we were short of funds, he would do everything to get them the help because he felt that we had enough. Uh, so seeing people, despite you know their situation, their conditions, working really hard and finding kindness and generosity in themselves to help others inspires me. 
That's awesome. Thank you, Akshay. And you're right. I think a lot of us have lived in some sort of trouble time. And uh, these types of things make us stronger and better. And this gave you your vision, right? To not want to have your children live in the same way that you had to uh, endure growing up. And I think that's an amazing story. And it's really an attestation to your ingenuity and your hard work. So thank you for sharing your story with us. I appreciate that. Akshay, you've done so much in your career, and now you're truly giving back by helping the population that needs the help the most, right? Talk to us about your cash app line and how you're impacting this population in a positive way. You bet line available uh, at useline.com and the Apple and uh, Google Play stores. Started off with a simple thought that, you know, why are so many people, despite being so hardworking, despite uh, being so engaged with their personal finances, why do they find themselves in troubled times? And uh, uncovering that mystery during my days at PayPal and beyond was that a majority of the population, over 100 million in the US alone and several billion around the world have had their risk profiles to do any kind of business, whether you're selling goods or services to someone or you're lending money to someone, you know, there is always an element of understanding what is the risk involved. And, you know, what I uncovered uh, while working at PayPal and also experimenting through lived-in experiences as a full-time Uber and Lyft driver, what I found is that this was uh, the main reason that their risk profiles were either miscalculated, they were mislabeled, or did not even exist. And often this kind of uh, profiling happens when you first go to borrow. A lot of people haven't even started the journey for various reasons. And so we started with that at the heart of this journey, and uh, we were able to use advanced technology to, to change that. And uh, the biggest outcome of that uh, has been us being able to prevent over a million financial emergencies impacting several million people and their families uh, since coming out of stealth in fall of 2021 with our iOS and Android apps uh, that provide cash for emergencies and supportive services like uh, overdraft protection, identity theft protection, uh, free federal and state tax filing through our mobile apps and uh, helping them get out of their situation, get back to achieving their goals. Thank you. I think that's very inspirational, uh, working very hard for the people that need it the most. I think we can take it a step further. And it sounds like you are is helping also educate the population on what's available and, and some basic finance skills, right? Uh, we're not taught that in school. We're taught math and reading, and, and we're not really taught the fundamentals of how to succeed in life. So appreciate the story. That's awesome. Actually, we're going to talk a little bit about tech right now, if you don't mind. We're a tech publication and podcast, but you're obviously leveraging some of that new and emerging technologies in your business and your platform. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, absolutely. So to do what we did, we had to literally reinvent uh, what some would call the fintech stack, which starts with how do you acquire uh, this customer? How do you understand their problems? How do you uh, build solutions to solve these problems? And then how do you deliver it in a way that is uh, acceptable, that's at a price point that works for this population? While also we are a business end of the day and uh, we have stakeholders, we have investors, how do you also turn a profit, especially when historically creating solutions for this segment 
has been uh, perceived as too risky or unprofitable, if you will. So we had to reinvent uh, the entire stack, everything from how we acquire customers to how we deliver solutions, how we charge for the solutions that we uh, provide and, and manage all of uh, this, everything from OPEX to bad cost. And so we, we have used uh, machine learning and AI extensively across the board, starting off with customer acquisition. And so in the early days, we were very resource constrained and we had a choice between using money to actually help these individuals or to spend it on ads on Google and Facebook and other places uh, to acquire these customers. And we chose to do the former, which is help these individuals and get the ball rolling uh, instead of spending it on marketing. So then how do we let people know about what we do? And this is where you know we were able to use what has now become very popular generative AI co-piloted by a team that we internally call Line Studio to create content that shows up in millions of searches performed by the population that we are going after, about 100, 120 million people in the United States today across all 50 states. So we create all kinds of content and we use generative AI. So throughput is very, very high. We push out about 400 pieces of content every single week. And we show up in over 20 million searches. In 2022 alone, we showed up in a billion searches. And so we are engaging these people and a lot of people. So it creates a massive top of the funnel for us. And then from there on, we acquire these customers. And then our AI algorithm is able to risk rank, sort them into various risk profiles. And then we can deliver goods, services, and facilitate payments at risk-adjusted prices for these individuals and for third-party and partners uh, who wish to use our platforms um, at, at a price point that actually works for these individuals. And, and this cycle goes on. So using generative AI to push out content and acquire customers at an almost negligible uh, uh, cost, which is a big problem in financial technology solutions. Cost of customer acquisition tends to be very, very high. To using AI and ML to consume data that we get from these individuals to understand and risk rank them uh, to create a relevant and accurate risk profile for them so that good services and payments can be facilitated for them at, at relevant price points. We went a step further. For, for us to become profitable, we had to do even more. So we used the same technologies and reinforcement learning across every business unit, whether it's uh, managing our COGS, uh, managing our OPEX, doing talent acquisition, doing customer support, marketing, you name it. So we were able to apply this across all business functions to reach a state uh, of continuous learning across all business units that has allowed us to really drive down costs, uh, operate extremely efficiently, and drive up margins, even when we are delivering products at extremely low prices. A lot of our services are free. Those that are not free start as low as $2.47. And yet, in a short time period coming out uh, fall of 2021, we ended FY 2022 becoming profitable. And that's because of us using these advanced modern technologies and applied it not just in one or two areas or not just in the tech aspects of the business, but all aspects of the business. Thank you. That's awesome. And yes, we've seen a proliferation of uh, ML and these AI technologies and algorithms being used because there is so much data to process. And obviously machines can do a much better job at uh, you know taking this much data at once and sorting it and indexing it and risk ranking it and that sort of thing. So I appreciate the share. Our audience certainly does. 
And Akshay, last question of the evening. Can you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those listening, looking to grow their career in product management or entrepreneurship? Yeah, you know, for product management, I one thing that I can share with your audience is to lean into their lived-in experiences. Either getting into the shoes of your customer. Well, it doesn't matter if you're a B2B company or you're building products as a business, selling to other businesses, or you're building products for consumers. Uh, leaning into lived-in experiences or building products inspired by your lived-in experiences or going a step further and uh, living in the shoes of your customer to genuinely appreciate, empathize, and understand who are they, where are they coming from, why do they make the decisions that they make, why do they take the paths uh, that they take, and what are those paths, and what are the some of the stumbling blocks or roadblocks that they are facing today? How are they overcoming that? And uh, you know, what can you do to either eliminate those roadblocks, or uh, if they have figured out a way, how do you make it even more simpler, faster? cheaper, better, right? Uh, so leaning into uh, your lived-in experiences, like in my case, uh, my own uh, growing up or coming from being raised by parents who came from extreme poverty to me overcoming that, working at places like PayPal, staying away from the community, and then re-embedding myself in the community by becoming a full-time Uber and Lyft driver, doing 36,000 miles, covering everything from Fresno to Folsom in the San Francisco Bay Area, has truly, you know, been the driving force behind every decision that we take. We do use advanced technology, but the context for the technology comes from those lived-in experiences that differentiate us yeah, in how we approach building products. I always say this internally to my teams. You can buy talent. You can buy customers. You can buy products. You can't buy intent and you can't buy time. And those two go hand in hand. And so leaning into your lived-in experiences and doing everything with intent matters. And then finally, sweating the details. Understand the fundamentals of what you're doing. Often we have tendencies to look at things in a very homogeneous way or take a very cursory look at uh, the problems that we are solving or uh, the tools that we're using to solve the problems without appreciating uh, the details, without peeling the onion layer layers, if you will. So whatever you're doing, understanding the fundamentals of what you're doing and, and the environment in which you're doing is, is very, very important. Uh, I would say those are the three things, lived-in experiences, doing things with intent and sweating the details, understanding the fundamentals of anything that you're doing. Awesome. Thank you, Akshay. That was amazing. And I do appreciate the gems. And I know our audience appreciates the gems as well. We have a lot of people that are in product management. Uh, we've got everybody from physician, CEO to entrepreneur on, on in our audience. And I, again, I am so thankful that you're able to share your story with our broad audience. So thanks again. It was a pleasure having you on and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise. Bye for now. Bye.